0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the Dr. Karen Can Radio Show. The intention of this show is to empower and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether it's radiant health, prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller Guide to Healing Chronic Pain: A Holistic Approach. And today with me is Nancy Ring. She's actually an Akashic Records facilitator and teacher in Charlotte, North Carolina. And we're going to be talking about Akashic Records. Now, I didn't know very much about this at all, and uh, the reason I even heard of it was because there was a friend of a friend who told us that he had this incredible meditation where he, in this meditation, he was brought by a, um, a higher energy being into this place where he said that there was like... I think you know rows and rows of files, you know, and he said these were the Akashic records. I thought, well, what's that, you know? And and he and he was just so you know overwhelmed with this meditation that he went through, and um, that was there was so much wisdom, you know, in these records, and I thought, wow, is our life. You know, really written ahead of time or not, or you know, I had so many questions. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have Nancy on this show, so she can shed some light for
2: us. So I have lots of questions to ask Nancy.
1: So welcome, Nancy, to the show.
2: Well, Dr. Karen, thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be here.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Well, let's let's start with um, first of all your background and how you got to be doing this type of thing and also training other people to do Akasha Records readings.
2: Well, I, um, for a long time, I've been an executive coach and a trainer, doing you know classes in corporations and not-for-profits. And I was traveling so much, I thought, well, maybe I'll try to create something here in Charlotte that would just be a small career guidance practice, so I wouldn't have to tra- practice so much, so in or travel so much. So, in the process of interviewing people who have. Practices here, I interviewed my chiropractor and she said, You're at a change point in your life. You need an Akashic Records reading. I had no idea what she was talking about, but yet I knew she was right. And so I said, Great, what's that? And she said, Well, the Akashic records are the records of your past lives, which is only part of what they are. And so she referred me to someone who gave me a records reading and it Was so profound that eventually I started working with that person as my own coach. So that we were working in my records, you know, three times a month, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: getting guidance about where my life needed to go and clearing patterns in my life that were um, from previous lifetimes that were holding me back and bringing in higher energies. So that I could create new patterns and I could move forward doing just what you talked about in your intro, Karen, creating the life that I wanted Mm -hmm. and still want and have. And so from there, it was clear that it was time for me to learn how to open my own Akashic Records myself so that I could live from that guidance on a regular basis. And I learned to do that, and from there I learned to read the records for other people. And um, then my colleagues and I, some friends I had met, we um, through the Akashic records we started teaching other people how to access their records and the records of other people and other things. So that's how it started for me, mm-hmm. was just a an, an opening of a path, and it. You know, the classic, you know, put one foot in front of the other. Well, it it definitely sounds
1: like you really enjoy your work. And um, so this is so interesting uh, for for both my partner, James, who's on the line as well, and myself. So you mentioned something like about, you know, past lives, like records of the past. Is it only records of the past, or is there something future, or I don't know how
2: this Mm -hmm. works. Yeah, well, so... Yeah, the akashic records are the records of our soul's progression since we separated from the oneness. So that includes past lives on this planet, our current life. It also includes our future lives, if you believe that, you know, all possibilities have already been created. And so it's a lot of um, very powerful healing energy. Plus, it's also a lot of very important information. So some people look at the records like your friend, you know, went into meditation and was shown all these files. Mm -hmm. So for some people, there's a hall of records and they imagine all these files. Other people see like a library of books. Mm -hmm. The Bible talks about the the Book of Life and the Akashic Records are the Book of Life. Ah. Other people think of scrolls. You know, in this beautiful marble hall, they see, you know, scrolls on shelf after shelf. And another way to think about the Akashic Records is, to, is more of a quantum physics approach. So recognizing that every thought, every action, every feeling, every experience creates an energetic vibration that is captured in the Akashic field. Now, the word akasha is the Sanskrit word for the all that is. Mm. So everything we do and experience creates an impression on that akashic field. And then that collection of all of our soul's experiences is our akashic records. Uh Now, personally, I tend to resonate more with, this more energetic approach to the Akashic Records, this more quantum physics approach. But the other thing that's very clear to me and to my colleagues who work in the records regularly is that our human brains, all by themselves, we don't get it. We don't get it all. You know, there's much more to this than, as humans, we can comprehend. But I think we've all had this experience where... We've heard something or experienced something, and we know it to be true on a really deeper level. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's really what an, a session in the Akashic Records facilitates, is that deep truth, coming to know that deep truth, even though we don't exactly understand how that truth came to us.
1: I see. Well, I definitely resonate with the the whole quantum physics, you know, yeah. uh, explanation of it as well. And sometimes it is confusing because, you know, if you peop- if people watch, you know, what the bleep movie, um, mm-hmm. then you know we're we're kind of taught like, well, you know, every, all possibilities exist, and we're only aware of one possibility at the moment. Mm-hmm. And that if all possibilities exist, then there's, you know, the possibility that, you know, uh, James and I are not together, I'm still with my ex-husband, or he's still with his ex-wife, there's another possibility that we didn't win Adult National, you know, Figure Skating Championships, and I didn't write a book, and, you know, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and all these things, I'm like, wow, there's there's records for all that, <laughs> you know, it just seems kind of overwhelming in a way, Um to imagine uh, all the different, you know, possibilities on the quantum realm, like with our logical minds, anyway, it's just beyond. Yeah, I agree totally. Fathom, fathoming that. So, are, when is it beneficial for someone to, you know, um, get an akashic record reading?
2: Well, it's especially beneficial when we're facing challenges or we are looking to make a change. Or um, we're going through some transition in our life, or we want to create something new. Um, that's when it's especially beneficial. And I know for myself, I look at my, I go to my akashic records nearly daily. You know, I hate to say every single day because that's not accurate, but almost every day for big things. Like, is it time for me to sell my house and move? And then also for smaller things, you know, everything from which avocado will be ripe next Saturday, you know, when I'm going to have people over, to um, what is it that I need to say to this particular person with whom I'm, you know, I have to deliver some challenging feedback? How is it that I can best navigate my, you know, this meeting that I'm going to have that might have some bumps in the road. You know, I still do um, I still do some corporate work, and I, I don't ever get up in front of a group and teach class without my Akashic Records open so that I am bringing in to that class the highest frequency that I can bring in on that day. So there are lots of reasons to open your records. Some are, you know, big life changes, and some are more every day that allow us to be the highest and best we can be, you know, in that moment, in that circumstance. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. Is there a certain um,
1: frequency that it needs to be, re- be read? For example, if someone gets a reading done and, the, you know, the book got open, so to speak, um, is it sort of like, well, now that you have it open and you need to have some sort of maintenance or some sort of reading every once in once a week or twice a week or once a month?
2: Well, in terms of, you know, do you have to have it with a certain frequency or else, you know, something bad will happen? No, but I do believe that we all know that when we follow our guidance in life, things go more easily. And we also know that oftentimes when we're in a place of transition or when we're in a place of spiritual growth, which I would say is continual transition. Yes. You know? So if we're if we're seeking spiritual growth, then doing the kinds of things that facilitate that like an Akashic records session is really wise. And what it also does is it it looks at the spiritual path as a process, mm-hmm. an ongoing continual process moment by moment as opposed to thinking it's a series of separate, and discrete events. And if we look at it like a process, then it's a continual opening and releasing of frequencies and patterns and beliefs and energies that no longer serve us so that we can make room energetically for bringing in the higher frequencies and then creating more in our life and being of greater service. And the the Akashic Records are a great way to, to really integrate over time with our souls. I mean, that's why the method that we use to access the Akashic Records is called the Akashic Record Integration Process. Hmm. So, because the, the goal the, is over time to integrate with our records and that enables us to integrate with our higher selves or our souls and then as we do that, then eventually we're more and more integrated with the divine and our aspect of divinity so that we're holding a higher and higher frequency all the time. Right, and, and I
1: hear that a lot these days.
2: Yeah. You know, the shift
1: and what, what you know we need to do and where we're going as human beings to evolve not just ourselves but all of
2: humanity. Yes. Well, and I believe that when we first started incarnating on this planet, we came here with that software, you know, that ability to be continually in touch with our Akashic Records, continually listening to our soul and paying attention to where we've been and where we are now and where we want to go and getting that guidance on a continual basis. Because if you agree with this concept that the whole purpose of life is to give our soul the opportunity to experience what it is on the physical plane, mm-hmm. then you know, being continually integrated with our akashic records and our soul makes perfect sense.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: as the frequencies are higher now on the planet, as the you know, as the planet has um, begun, well, has ascended into its higher realms, then we're able to go with it, and we're able to hold higher frequencies more easily as our steady state, if you will, as our default setting, which makes it easier for us to get into our records um, more more frequently, more easily.
1: Okay. Now, you mentioned the
2: clearing
1: things that no longer serve you. So when this clearing is done, is it done by the person reading the Akashic record for their client?
2: Well, this method to access the Akashic Records, the, the, quote, client, comes into their records to the degree that they're ready, willing, and able. Mm. And the, the client, if you will, the receiver, is, is the person in alignment with their soul who really does all the healing. We heal ourselves. Now, mm-hmm. the person who is doing the reading of the records is like the energetic extension cord, if you will, okay. that helps hold, that holds those frequencies here and facilitates the process. But at the end of the day, it's the client or the receiver who does it all in partnership with their soul and their records. And, you know, those of us who read the records, we're a channel or a vessel, you know, for those energies. Mm-hmm. So our job is to be as clear as we can, but the the client or the recipient, if you will, is always totally responsible for, you know, their experience in the records. This is not a process where you give away your power to somebody else.
1: Right, right. You
2: know, it's it's not like that at all. It's a very empowering process. And when you're the client, you may not always recognize what's happening or you may not be able to put a label on it. You don't have to be able to, to still maintain, you know, to still be responsible. But you, you do need to just continually be d- discerning is what this person telling me, is that my truth or not? Yes or no? Because sometimes when we're, reading for somebody, that client's record keepers know that the best way for that person to understand the truth is to hear the thing that's not true. Because, huh. Have you ever had that experience? Somebody tells you something right. that's not true and you're like, no, no, that's wrong. Here's what's true.
1: Right, right. And
2: then you really own here's what's true. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, if somebody had just told you that new truth, you wouldn't have recognized that you'd have sloughed it off. Yeah, no, that's not it. But bouncing off the contrast really gets us to own it. Okay, well, so we need to always be in our power and responsible for discerning everything that comes through in the records so that we take it in ourselves rather than abdicating our power to someone else.
1: Right. So don't say, oh, so, so-and-so said my records are such-and-such, so I have to do this or have to do that. or um... Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. That, that's very uh,
2: um, It's very tempting. <laughs> well, it is welcome to the human race, right? Right. We would love it if somebody else had all the answers and all we had to do is sit back and follow the recipe. Right. But then there's that part of us who resists that because after all, this is the universe of free will. Mm-hmm. And if we, you know, if we abdicate our power, we have the free will to abdicate our power. But that's a whole different experience on this planet than stepping into our power and using tools like the Akashic Records for experiencing more of who we really are right. here on the physical plane.
1: So, Nancy, how how is a, a reading done then? Like what? You know what's kind of like if you could walk us through. If somebody has a reading for the first time. What's it like? Oh,
2: okay. Well, so money. Most readings that I do are over the phone, but you can also certainly do them in person. Um, it starts the the power of the session starts with the commitment to have a session mm-hmm. by calling somebody or emailing someone and saying I want to have an akashic Records session. We're you know, we're giving our higher selves and our guides and the rest of our record keepers permission to begin working with us to move us closer and closer to the intention for the session. So, you know, you you call somebody or you send them an email, you book the session. Um, it's helpful to keep yourself away from alcohol and recreational drugs for 24 hours before your session. Then you either show up at that person's office or home, or get them on the phone, and um, and ask your question or state your intention. So there are different ways to access the records. Your Akashic Records facilitator will you know, explain whatever it is that you need to know about the process that they're using. And then it's very interactive. You ask your questions, you get your information, you are often guided through some clearing processes to release old energies that no longer serve, some other processes to bring in new energies and new patterns. Sometimes you have a homework assignment, you know, something to focus on for however many days, and um, then sometimes there's the need for a follow-up session, especially when you're doing the deeper work. But it's you know, it's a very interactive process. If you're a person who um, feels things, you're likely to feel a shift in energy, but not necessarily. Some people will start to see pictures, even when someone else is reading their records if they're very visual. Mm-hmm. So from that perspective, it's a little different from, you know, for us all. But the, the major point is to know what you, to set an intention, to ask questions, and and to come, you know, with an open heart and an open mind to receive.
1: Right. Wow. Neat. Well, I know one of the questions uh, for people who, who, you know, this is all new to would be, well, how um, is this different from, you know, astrology or numerology or, you know, some other intuitive ways of accessing one's higher guidance? Um, So how would you answer that, Nancy?
2: Well, I mean, I use astrology i think astrology is really very helpful and numerology too they're ways of bringing in certainly you know new ideas to get us thinking about things and but you know when i have an astrology reading the astrologist can't or astrologer can't help me or facilitate a process guided by my higher self to help me shift and change and grow it's, it's informational, but it's not necessarily energetic. Mm. This is an energetic process. This is a process that allows us to change who we are energetically on this planet. So by releasing beliefs, by releasing patterns, by bringing in new information and new energies, so astrology can help us with information and perspectives that are very powerful. But, you know, astrology, numerology, even a traditional psychic reading where people are reading our, you know, our energetic fields that are present here on the planet alone, they don't, necessar- they don't change our records. They don't change what we are and who we are energetically. If we engage in an Akashic Records reading with a heart's desire in tandem with our higher self, you know, to release something and heal something, then it will be healed and it will be gone.
1: Ah, I see. Yeah, that's uh, very well spoken. Thank you. That makes it a lot uh, clearer, kind of the differences. Um, Would you, if you were to explain, um, you know, how does one go about you know, becoming a records facilitator, could you speak a little bit about that and maybe tell us your website uh, domain name? Sure,
2: sure. Well, you can take classes to learn to read the Akashic Records. We also offer one-on-one training and coaching to learn to read the records if that's most appropriate for you. Um, the classes are offered off and on. Some of them are in person. Some of them are also are teleclasses so over the telephone with a group of people. Mm -hmm. Um, The the classes tend to last, you know, if you're going to do it in person, they're two long afternoons. Mm -hmm. The first level, if you will, is learning to read your own records, and you need to take that at least once before you can take the second class, which is learning to read the records of other people. And other things like say you want to write a book like you did, Dr. Karen, mm-hmm. you know, you can open the record of the records of that book and write it from those frequencies. Mm. And then um, after you've taken, you know, that second class a time or two and you're really practiced and feel you know, and comfortable in getting important feedback from your practice clients, if you will, mm-hmm. then your records will tell you that you're ready to read for other people. Uh, so there's, right. there is more information about this on the website, which is www.akashicintegration.com. Great, akashicintegration.com.
1: Fantastic. Well, uh, I have, that's about it for my questions. James, do you have any questions?
0: Yeah, um, I guess uh, I have a, what do you call it? Uh, I guess an off perception about the Akashic Records. It almost, uh, when uh, Karen told the story about the guy we heard it from for the first time, he made it almost sounded like it was like this extreme religious holy ground. You must be in this certain. I don't know, like this amount of like high respect and like it almost Trevor. made it almost made it sound unattainable for me mm. to even get there, and I was just all like, my ego was kind of you know want, want, wanting to be like, whoa, like oh I want to go there, you know what I mean? How do right. I get to be in this energy to go there? And it was just like, now now I'm like, well I don't know, <laughs> and then and so. Is that well, so, I mean, do you have to be like a certain certain person or a certain way? Is it No, that?
2: I don't I don't believe so. Um I believe that the Akashic records contain a like a bandwidth of frequencies.
0: Uh-huh. All
2: right. And some of them are um you know, very high and others of them are you know, it it's a bandwidth that's attainable that's attainable for those of us who are willing to take responsibility for increasing our frequency to reach that bandwidth. Uh And some of us, you know, when you're in the records, I mean, I would agree with your friend, there are times when those frequencies are so um, miraculous Uh and it just feels so... Holy and huge and divine and wondrous, and uh-huh. then there are other times when it's when those frequencies are more practical
0: uh-huh.
2: and um, and they enable us to connect with our soul and our everyday lives, you know because if you believe that you're an aspect of your soul then then, you know, there is this everyday aspect of your soul that you're able to attain. But if it's everyday, then there's no huge contrast, so it doesn't feel so spectacular after a while, right? Mm. But there definitely are aspects of our souls that are higher than we are, and and, than we are normally, shall we say, Mm -hmm. but that we are able to, from time to time, absolutely reach those heights. But that doesn't mean that that's the only frequency that's akashic.
0: Okay, so, so, you, so it is attainable.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely it's attainable. And like okay. I said, I believe we were originally designed to always be in these frequencies. And I think it's getting easier and easier for ah. many of us to um, attain those frequencies too. So I'm sure that your, you know, your friend had that feeling that was just miraculous. But that doesn't mean that it always has to be miraculous, if you will, to be Akashic. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. All right.
2: Fantastic.
0: Well, thank you. So uh, one more question. So uh, every uh, soul on the planet that has uh, separated from the one, each have Mm -hmm. their own records of their own past lives?
2: We do. We each have our own.
0: Yep. Oh, okay. I had this uh, image like it was uh, one huge place for all, (laughs) and everybody's in that one huge place.
2: Well, and some people do have this very clear knowing and experience of a hall of records
0: Uh that
2: to them feels like the one place, you know, um, and others of us don't necessarily have that experience. And I'm not saying... you know one is more true than another. I suspect yeah. in different realms they're all true in some way, shape, or form okay i, I got
0: yeah, that. okay, thank you.
2: well, thank you, James. That was You're a welcome. wonderful question
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, you know we um we have this belief often that this kind of healing, this kind of connection to our higher selves is only available when we get rid of everyday life and we go to the mountaintop, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and we just meditate for days and, you know, or 40 days and 40 nights. And (laughs) and without that, there's no meaning. That's all that matters. Everything else is also ran. You know, everything else is just not quite good enough. Well, That's not to say that those pinnacle experiences aren't important because, of course, they are. But there are also more everyday experiences of experience, you know, where we can connect with guidance from our souls so that we can live the lives every day that our souls want to live. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And so the pinnacle experiences are fabulous, but they needn't diminish the everyday experience of the wonder of, you know, smelling the the roses and enjoying the sunset or watching the and dishes. allowing that to connect with our higher realms
1: because it does. Yeah, that's great. No, I I, I really appreciate you saying that. Um yeah, cuz it, it, things have changed so much. It's like the what we used to think as what was spiritual, you know, is really shifted. So yeah. like, um you don't have to be a monk, you know, uh necessarily praying all day long. Be spiritual, you can just be, you know, a single mom doing the dishes (laughs) or whoever you are, a mechanic, or you know, and and be able to access those places. And and that's very exciting and very empowering to know that and to experience. I agree, and
2: I really think that's what the quote new age is all about, Dr. Karen. Yeah, is really experiencing who we are as souls every minute, all the time and um and knowing that that's you know over time that's an incremental process, one that's ever expanding and um and that every experience we have, whether we're enjoying that experience or whether we're not, can still lead to that expansion if we allow it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: well, thank you so much, Nancy. we uh basically run out of time. <laughs> Well, thank you, Dr. Karen. This has been a joy. I appreciate it very much. Oh, my pleasure. And we do appreciate you, too, for taking the time out and sharing your wisdom with us. And, again, for everyone listening in, it's AkashicIntegration.com, where you can find Nancy Ring and her colleagues and and maybe get your own Akashic Records read by a facilitator or maybe become a facilitator yourself. How exciting would that be? And uh, so until next time, bye for now. Take care.